plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing, love the way you look in the mirror, and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. How did you do yesterday with our episode about nutrition basics and how to satisfy your nutrition needs as much as possible with food? How to bulletproof as much as possible your daily uh, meal planning, your daily nutrition meals? Um, Have you tried uh, any green smoothies yet? Added some fatty fish to your diet and a lot of different vegetables. Um, Today, we will continue on this conversation and we will talk about two very interesting topics. Uh, I say very interesting because I get uh, questions from a lot of people about these uh, topics, uh, especially lately been getting a lot as the topic of healthy eating, healthy food and what it is all about is getting more and more popular. People in general are getting more interested in uh, healthy nutrition, healthy meal planning, healthy eating, healthy food. Nutrition for long and healthy life. Not um, people are not as much interested in some diets uh, um, like uh, vegan or keto or carnivore. People are getting um, the idea of balanced eating and nutrition needs of a human being more. Um, People get it more now than the idea of having to be on some diet or being a vegan or, um, I don't know, being dairy-free or carb-free or fat-free or whatever that is. People are getting more uh, into nutritionally balanced eating and healthy eating and all the related topics. So today we will continue exploration of healthy eating habits and how you can improve what what you eat daily. Uh, I work with a lot of people and a lot of people understand that uh, processed food is not great in their diet, that uh, processed sugar, processed grains, additives, preservatives, or artificial ingredients are not great things in their diet. Uh, and people try to eliminate as much as possible um, 
different uh, packaged foods, uh, maybe cereals, maybe cookies, maybe candy bars, uh, um, uh, all kinds of uh, salty snacks with preservatives and artificial ingredients. There is nothing wrong, you know, about salt and what is wrong is a lot of salty snacks also are high fat, also might have some trans fats or um, just have uh, artificial ingredients or some preservatives or some ingredients that are just questionable and nobody really knows how they affect long-term health. Um, people are getting more um, that, but also it's not that popular, I would say, or maybe people don't still pay a lot of attention um, to the quality of seemingly healthy foods. And by seemingly healthy foods, I mean, for example, you go to a store and you buy, I don't know, beef, some frozen fish that you're going to cook at home, uh, or maybe chicken products, uh, or even, you know, maybe vegetables, whole vegetables, frozen vegetables, fresh, fresh vegetables, fresh greens, maybe fresh uh, fruit, you know, maybe some eggs, maybe some dairy. Uh, but, you know, whole foods, uh, how minimally processed foods and uh, People get that and they believe this is the healthiest thing they can do or this is as good as it gets. Uh, but guys, you got to understand that it really matters what your food eats or how your food was treated. What do I mean by that? So if chicken, if chicken that you eat or if beef that you eat or fish that you eat was exposed to some toxins or was treated with hormones, with antibiotics, or was sick during their life, there, the nutrition of that particular meat and the healthiness of that product going to be different depending on the source, on uh, whether your fish was wild, whether your uh, beef or, you know, cows were pasteurized and were fed good food, uh, and maybe you were grazing on grass instead of fat, um, not really natural cows diet like grains and uh, all kinds of really junky food ingredients and then the cows would get sick and they, they would be treated with antibiotics, with growth hormones that actually end up being in your body. And then you might be eating that healthy whole food diet, healthy quote unquote, and you still might have a lot of health problems if Again, if you eat conventionally grown uh, chicken, meat, if you eat farm-raised fish or fish that um, was exposed to a lot of toxins in their life, right, and our oceans getting dirtier and dirtier, but still, you know, wild fish, there is a lot of good fish and good seafood, and there is sustainably grown cows, and there is pasture-raised uh, chicken or pastured chicken. And also, for example, if you buy eggs from pastured chickens who just roam around and eat, you know, insects and grasses, their natural diet, chicken diet, um, the eggs of those chicken will be completely different nutritionally uh, from eggs that you would get from chickens that were in, uh, you know, on a farm in closed conditions, uh, maybe in cages, and maybe they were eating each other's uh, tails, you know, 
animals go crazy in those conditions and they get sick and they they eat each other's feces and they um you know if you for example um some pigs for example when you <clears throat> when you help them uh, keep them in a closed conditions they start uh biting each other and eating each other's parts, especially if they start bleeding or dying. It's just, you know, horrible. When you watch some of those documentaries, it's uh, it just really like it's disease and feces and dirt and all that stuff. And part of it, I mean, a lot of it, especially um, hormones, especially antibiotics, is going to end up in that produce that you're eating. And if you're eating non-organic fresh greens, for example, uh, even when you maybe juice them or put them in your smoothie, you're going to get all of that in your body. And it's proven that when you change the quality of your foods, you know, from non-organic, from conventional to organic, to uh, grass-fed, to pastured, the, your health improves a lot and the amount of pesticides in your body and those, you know, toxins, they also, uh, the amount of them reduce dramatically. And of course, that's going to affect your health on so many levels. So when you think about improving the quality of your diet further, and if you're eating already a healthy diet, you know, whole foods mostly and cooked and prepared in a healthy way, then look into other aspects of healthy eating that are very, very important. Um, look at um, where your food comes from, uh, where do you get your meat from, your chickens, your seafood, especially animal foods, especially foods with a lot of fats. You know, when I say, for example, eat a lot of fatty fish, you got to really make sure that you're getting the best possible quality of that fish. Uh, and fish and animals store most of the toxins in their fat tissue. Therefore, if you're eating um, animal fat of animal that was sick and stored a lot of toxin toxins during their life in their fatty tissue, all that stuff going to end up in your body. And that's not going <laughs> to improve your health for sure. That's going to be, that might be really bad for your health, depending, you know, uh, on the quality, um, on, of the, depending on the origins of your food. So the next step for you when you're already uh, eating uh, whole foods cooked in a healthy way is to start paying attention to the quality of the source of your uh, whole foods, where it's grown, how it's grown. You know, sustainability is also an issue. The more sustainably our fruit is grown, the better the quality it's going to be uh, at the end the better the soil, the better the environment. And of course, all of that ends up in our food supply and in our bodies eventually. Um, but the point of uh, this short conversation is um, if you're eating a whole food diet and you still don't feel well, really, and you might have some health problems that might that seem not to go away, then look at the quality of all of your foods. And also not just of your foods, but also the body care, uh, the skin hair care that you use because what you put on your body on your skin gonna end up inside of you uh it doesn't just go away uh, you know you might uh, watch and hear 
all these commercials about different skincare product. And yes, they can affect a good quality skincare product can beneficially affect your skin and uh, your body. But you know why? Because it's being absorbed by your body. Your body eats it. So if you eat conventional skincare or body care, like I never use any more of those things because I can literally feel that, like how my skin reacts. Like sometimes when I put, um, I don't do that anymore. But if I end up in a hotel and for some reason I don't have my uh, body care, my skincare with me, and I put on my body some, um, shampoo or some shower gel or some body lotion that has all these toxins i can i can feel them on my tongue and that's how sensitive my body got so i put something on my legs and then i feel it on my tongue and it's like eating it so guys be really careful what you put on your body it can cause cancerous effects because um they don't really care that much there is not so much research about what they put in our food so guess what how much research goes into what you put on your skin even less so take care of the quality of ingredients in your food, uh, what your cows or, I don't know, or chickens or fish that you eat, what do they eat? Are they pasteurized? Are they grass-fed? Or um, they conventionally grown? And that means probably a lot of antibiotics and a lot of hormones. Uh, your produce, your vegetables, your fruits, are they organic? Check out the list that I posted on my social media, on my Instagram, on my Twitter, Clean15, uh, the uh, conventional produce that is the least exposed to pesticides, or Dirty Dozen, uh, where you can find spinach and strawberries and kale uh, that, if they are conventionally grown, uh, they have the most pesticides and there is like Dirty Dozen, so there are 12 things and then Clean15, 15, 15. Um, fruits and vegetables that have the least uh, exposure to pesticides, even when conventionally grown. So that's one of the topic of today's conversation. Get deeper into learning about your food, where it comes from, where uh, the origins of your food, and also skincare, body care. The second topic of today that I'm also asked about a lot, um, body types and how different diets or nutrition composition of diets affect different body types. And what do I mean by body type? You might have heard or you might have not heard about that. But uh, we have different body types. So uh, when you look around uh, at some people, some people look like, you know, they're lean, they're uh, tall, they're thin. Uh, and not just, um, I don't mean here body fat percentage, but kind of the overall uh, impression when you look at some people. Um, some, uh, uh, Give me a second here. I'm going to find my information about body type that I prepared. So yeah, there are three body types that uh, you can hear uh, about in fitness and nutrition communities. Um, so I type or ectomorph that again basically that tall lean um kind of body when you look at them they look like the letter i 
Then there is V-type or mesomorph, and those are people who are uh, more muscular, um, have this, you know, Superman kind of body or body shape, especially if they're into athletics or into training, like I myself, more into mesomorphic uh body type and um usually they have broader shoulders and they have more lean muscle mass and they're kind of in the middle between the leanest type and the fattest type meaning we put on fat but not as much and especially if we train we tend to be leaner and more muscular than um somebody in uh, as I type that are more into endurance training usually and they're super lean and kind of like on a thin and have more um, troubles putting on muscles. And then there is O type, basically people who look kind of like a letter O, uh, usually when, if they are not active and if they don't pay attention to their lifestyle and their diet, they start putting on weight more in the middle section and they start looking more like a letter Oh, and usually those people tend to um, accumulate the most amount of fat. It, it has something to do also, you know, with genetics and hormones and the environment. Uh, but yeah, there are usually those three types of people. And those three types of people usually thrive on different diets. And uh, if you take, for example, that lean type or ectomorph, usually, you know, tall people, people with... Uh, um, the least amount of body fat naturally. People usually who feel amazing doing a lot of endurance sports like long distance running or cycling or any kind of those activities. People usually, those people usually have faster metabolism. Uh, basically, they go through a lot of energy faster. And those are usually the lucky people, quote unquote, who uh, can seemingly eat whatever it is they want and they don't put on any weight whatsoever. And they do have, again, faster metabolism, but also it's usually harder for them to put on any muscle. And usually uh, what uh, problems they might have later in life is they uh, lose more muscle mass and uh, bone density is an issue, bigger issue for them. Um, and and if they do not train and do not pay attention to the quality of the foods they eat, even though they will not put on a lot of weight at all, but they might have problems with their metabolism and they might have metabolic disease and heart disease and inflammation, but uh, that's not going to necessarily manifest in more body fat. So... Those people, uh, why we are talking about body types? Because those people usually, for example, the lean type, they thrive on a higher carbohydrate diet. So uh, it doesn't mean that, you know, they eat a lot of processed foods, but uh, they might feel much, much better and do much better health-wise and energy-wise when most of their calories, um, like 55-60% of their cal calories come from healthy carbohydrates, then, you know, average amount of protein, like 25% of calories come from protein, and then maybe somewhere around 20% come from fat. So that is basically uh, lower fats, higher healthy carbohydrates, and of average protein to satisfy your needs. Uh, 
So those people thrive better on that kind of diet, um, higher carbohydrates, lower fats and uh, protein kind of usually tend to be the same amount for most people. Then if we take mesomorphic type of people or kind of like myself, so basically um, average height, are more muscular, like we tend to put on muscles easier. And when we eat a lot and when we are active, we tend to put um, most of our energy, excess energy into muscles if we train. If we do not train, then of course it's going to go into fat, but uh, we still tend to be pretty um, muscular, pretty proportional. And when we do put on weight, we kind of put it everywhere and not, not, you know, in our abdominal area or our, on our hips, but kind of a little bit everywhere. And when we train, we tend to be more muscular. And, uh, for us, for a mesomorphic kind of people or V type people, more of a balanced diet will work best. And we do better on, um, more, hypertrophy kind of training, more like sprint training, strength training. So not as much into um, running marathons or endurance or uh, cycling for many, many miles. Uh, even though, you know, uh, like today I ran 5k. So it's not like we are incapable of running. Um, we can be pretty good, but probably not, not worth class. And it's not, not our natural not the kind of training that we would naturally engage. Uh, and so for us, mesomorphic kind of people, um, also the same type of body, uh, a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of fitness model might have that kind of body uh, with a good muscle tone, um, with average height usually, uh, with pretty lean physique, especially when active. So for us, uh, the best nutrition, and I find it's kind of true, is somewhere more of a balanced diet, meaning macronutrients are kind of like evenly distributed. So our carbohydrates probably would be somewhere around 35-40% of calories. Our protein might be a little bit higher because of higher uh, muscle uh, mass, usually somewhere around 30-35%. And then our fats also around somewhere 30%. So uh, kind of probably... Uh, the zone diet would be a perfect diet for that body type. And we, we also tend to feel better and perform better on that kind of diet. And that's what you want to understand, that depending on your body type, you might do better on a particular diet. That's why, you know, there are all these kinds of diets and there are tribes of people that just swear by that diet, but usually it's because they found that diet that works really well with their body type, their metabolism, their skeletal structure, their hormonal environment. And that's why you want to learn about those body types to try the approach that might work better for your body type. Uh, and so you, and when it works better, it means that you have to struggle and suffer and uh, have the notion of some kind of rules, you have to suffer and struggle much, much less when you find something that suits your body type and your particular metabolism. Um, and then we go to the third body type is O body type. Uh, basically, people tend to have the slowest metabolism. But guys, also want, to want you to understand that slow metabolism doesn't mean it's bad. Actually, it's 
pretty good because what it means is that your body is really damn efficient with making energy from what you eat. And if we were in caveman times, you would probably survive much better. And there is a whole theory that we might get that obesity epidemic because people who were really efficient with energy storage and extracting energy from foods uh, survived the most during caveman time when food was scarce. And now in our environment of food abundance, those same time uh, kind of people do not do that well because now the uh, importance of storing energy or being super efficient with it with it uh, is not beneficial anymore uh, because you have so much food and you extract a lot of energy from it and you get a lot of excess energy and your metabolism is slower and also the quality of food uh, is not the best and so you end up holding on to all of that to energy to fats but also to possible toxins in that food and that negatively affects your health so in caveman time you would be the star now not so much so you gotta be careful not to eat too much of the wrong foods and also uh, you or i mean whoever is o type tend to not be as active naturally so so you are more wired for less activity and so it's not your fault you're not like broken or lazy it's just your metabolical time your metabolical type is wired to be less active to be more efficient with energy and probably to survive the best in the times of um food scarcity, not food abundance. But what you want to learn and to take away from this particular episode, if you are an O-type and you you seem to be putting fat so easily, sometimes, you know, people joke, I put on fat even when I think about food. So if you're the kind of person who tend to um, put um, most of your excess energy into storage, then probably what you want to do is you want to lower your carbohydrates and you want to concentrate on fats and probably your diet will be somewhere uh, 20% of energy would be from carbohydrates, uh, 35, uh, 30 from proteins and then 40, 45 from fats. So you're the kind of person who's going to thrive on keto diet, on um, low-carb diet. So if you're an O-type, the reason why keto diet and uh, low-carb diet might work the best for you is because it's the best for your body type. It's the best for your metabolism. It's the best for your genetics and your hormones. And uh, it's not just... Um, it's not just a theory that carbs might be fattening for you. It might be an actual reality. So yeah, your body might be more efficient with storing carbohydrates as fat, and being uh, and carbs may be more obesogenic for you. But it doesn't mean you know that um, if you're I type or that lean type, and you hear about all these low carb diets, and uh, you you know 
you've been doing that well on high carbohydrate diet, I'm talking about lean types, and then you decide to switch to low carb diet or keto diet, and you feel like shit, and you're like, what's wrong with me? You know, keto diet sounds that well, and I just don't do well in that. Guess what? Keto diet, low carb diet, those diets, they do not work the same for everybody. And um, if you look across the board to different diets and how people thrive on different diets, that uh, you will see that it tends to be the truth that there are different body types, different people thrive on different uh, diets, and uh, some people thrive on high carbohydrate but healthy diet, some people thrive on more balanced diet, Uh, some people thrive on keto, a low-carb diet, Uh, but in any case, uh, eating, you know, high carb or low carb, high fat or low fat, uh, eating healthy whole foods of the best quality, organic, grass fat, pasteurized, wild, all these, you know, fancy words, uh, eating healthy diet will still improve any kind of body type. Uh, so, Again, look at your body type. If you need any help with that to uh, define your body type or or, uh, maybe get a second opinion on your body type and maybe if you need uh, to do some testing that I can recommend you to do um, on defining your body type better. Um, So shoot me email, Angela, to create yourself that today and I'll help you work through that. And based on that, you can start implementing this advice. So for O-type or slow metabolism type who tend to put on more fat, um, we can create uh, a low carbohydrate, higher fat diet for you. For someone who is like myself, more mesomorphic or athletic or muscly kind of type, you will thrive on more or less balanced diet, um, equal energy from carbohydrates, fats, and you know, proteins. And then um, somebody who is more of a lean, tall body type, you you would probably thrive better and live longer and happier on a higher carbohydrate diet. But again, whole foods, uh, good quality, of course. Uh, so shoot me an email if you want to work through that. Um, and that's it for today, guys. So don't be upset if um, you know you are O type and you cannot afford to eat all the carbohydrates you want because it negatively affects your uh, body composition, your energy levels, your uh, performance, mental and physical, your health and longevity. Don't be like mad at yourself or at that fact, but accept it and build your life around something that works for you. Um, It's better to be grounded in reality and uh, make your life work the best way for you than be not grounding and be wishing and suffer uh, your whole life. So, so yeah, uh, define your homework for today. Um, define or at least get a better idea of your body type and start building your uh, meal plan, your diet, your nutrition based on that. And of course, go for the best quality of foods, uh, uh, organic, pastured, uh, grass-fed, wild, um, all that really, really matters, guys. So that's it for today's episode. For the next three days, we will talk a lot about longevity, guys. And, of course, I'm going to bring to you some food news and um, some food stories. So stay tuned for longevity, for good quality food news. And, as usual, till next time, eat better daily.